Hey, welcome to episode 21. And this means that we are officially of legal drinking age in the United States of America. I told him to scrap that. I really think it's so dumb. I think every episode number means something in some way. Almost every episode number. I mean, we wanted to open up a bottle of wine to celebrate, but you know. It's 1 p.m. and we're already hours late. Can you imagine little tipsy Mariah editing this? <laughs> this one's going to be good because we're talking about deep subject and one that most people don't usually breach. So, yes. Mariah? What inspired this is, first of all, someone gave me this idea. It's a great idea. And then, once they gave me the idea, I started realizing that, like, all of... Not all, because... Anyway, a lot of my female friends have had similar situations and we just don't like to talk about it. Mm -hmm. And now that I've built up the suspense, the topic is when he or she just doesn't propose. And we say, and she, because girls, feminism. You can propose to your man if you want to, or your woman. We support everything here. That's right, we <laughs> do. Because you know, honestly, it can go either way. Maybe we'll give more examples where the guy proposes, especially if I'm talking just because that's how I think about it. But these days it can go either way. Also, what's really important to note is that everything that we kind of talk about now or the opinions that we give, and this goes for every episode, but I think especially for this one, it's just our ideas. Yeah, it's just our opinions. It's just a topic discussion. And we don't want you guys to feel like just because we feel this way that whatever your way you feel is wrong or whatever. Yeah, it's super easy to like, because that couple said it or because someone else said it, you think that's how it should be or it builds up a standard or you go to your loved one and you say, but you know, my friends maybe got married after a year. Why aren't we or whatever, you know? So everything that we're saying just take it as, okay, we just said it. Doesn't mean it has to be that way. Yeah, and our purpose of this is actually to kind of like unveil the unspoken things that actually go on that I felt like, oh wow, other women are going through this too? Right. No one wants to admit it, but that will be later in the episode. We want to start the episode off talking about what is the purpose of marriage? Exactly, because so many people think, okay, marriage, the society made us and one person and then people have different ideas that marriage is a natural or like... What is the deeper reason to get married besides like our parents did it? So apparently we are supposed to also in the next society thing that we are told. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's not that way. There's something very much deeper as to why people get married and the decisions behind it. Yeah, and I think the most successful marriages are ones that have a purpose behind it. Like you mm -hmm. get married for a purpose that you guys are trying to like reach together. Exactly. And babe, take it away. Yeah, well, I think the first thing not to do is not to get married just because it's the next thing to do. Some people try to save a broken relationship by getting married. So they think that we just have to get married and our problems will go away. It doesn't work that way. If anything, it gets more amplified. Mm -hmm. So you don't do it just as like a band-aid fix. You do it because you are creating. You just want to further create. Yeah, like build. Build. And I mean, even if you think about making a beautiful painting, you don't have a specific major reason when it's true art. You just do it for the joy of creating. And that same putting art into your life is what you do with marriage. Beautiful, babe. Thank you. Beautiful and deep. <laughs> I know it came across <laughs> a little deep, but like it, it's the way to kind of look at it, I think. It's important to think of it in that sense, okay? So why I think, in my opinion, the purpose of marriage is to build up a unit that is committed 
creating and that grows the strengths of the other person, right? That's the nutshell of it. Yeah, I love that. We we talked about in another episode about how like two people pushing for the same goal gets you further than one person. I think we talked about like the horsepower thing. Yes. And it's kind of that with marriage. Yeah, to recap on that concept, they say that there's these horses that like pull a lot of weight behind them. They're called the Clydesdale horses or whatever. Anyway, one of them can pull 8,000 pounds. If you put two of them together, though, it doesn't pull 16,000. They pull 24,000. So two horses together don't pull double. They pull triple. But if those two horses were coordinated and trained together and knew each other well, those two horses can pull 32,000 pounds, four times the amount that one horse can pull just by adding another one that's coordinated with them. So it's incredible. And that's the concept of a unit, a marriage. Yeah, being stronger together and pushing and just breaking boundaries that you couldn't maybe do alone. Exactly. So when you get married, the next thing that people might say is, yeah, but okay, so just be together. Why do you need the government to interfere with your life with a contract and things like that, which I understand. (laughs) I get the point. But you know, there's different, I think for me, there's different benefits to putting it down to a real commitment. It's like when you get into business and you open up your first business, you can operate and sell from your garage. But when you put it down into the real deal and you play the game of life, which means being involved in society, this is a commitment in society. And you get rewarded for that in different ways as well. Yeah, we always talk about life being like a game. And this is kind of like the rules of the game. And you can decide to participate or you can decide to do it a different way, which is also cool. Totally. But I don't know. We kind of just were like, let's do this. Let's be part of this part of the game. Exactly. So you make that commitment and there's something different once you make that commitment that can't really be explained, but we want to do an episode kind of trying to in a way in in another episode, but there's something different about making that bond. And Mm -hmm. it then goes into even for your kids, you know, there's, I, I know I can speak for myself, The fact that my parents are still married after, I think, 34 years and Mariah's parents are the same, married for, I think, 30 years or something like that. Quite a long time as well. As a child of that, you look up to that and say, wow, you know, there's a security, a unit of family that you feel that comes with marriage. And when you are married, it also creates a ripple effect of a good example for society, for the people around you. It's like a unit. As opposed to if we take it to the other extreme, everybody just sleeping around with everyone and there was no units like that, society would very quickly dwindle into promiscuity, disease, betrayal, betrayal, you name it. So it is strange in a way because you want to feel like you're your own unit and now you're sharing it with someone. But the benefits are massive and almost inexplicable. Yeah. And I just want to say, just because you're married, you're not getting rid of your individuality. Totally. I don't feel like I'm not my own person. I feel like I am my own person even more because he's helping me reach everything that I wanted to do on my own anyway. Another thing I want to add that probably would be better in the episode where we chat about how being married feels different, but something that I noticed in our relationship that was so cool and a benefit. And I want to mention it in this episode because if you're unsure whether or not to propose or like what are the benefits, this to me was awesome. So I felt like when we decided to get married, it's it's a complete different point of view shift. When you're dating, you have this point of view of, oh, this person did this. Do I want to stay with them or should I leave? 
or I don't deserve this, how do I change them or whatever. When you decide to be with that person, there's no, in my opinion, if you're deciding to marry this person, unless they're being abusive or whatever, there isn't a, how do I get out of this? Or there isn't an escape, like an exit plan, in my opinion. You're married, you decide to be with that person through the ups and the downs, the worst thing, the best thing. So when I changed my viewpoint to I'm sticking with this person, he he could cheat on me and I would still make a, dis- like a way to figure it out to be together you have this one-way street of just growth. Like there's only going up. Right. There's only one road to build on, if that makes sense. It totally makes sense. I think it's beautiful and true. And you actually mentioned that to me a couple weeks ago, and I love that point of view. It is, that is a major shift. Mm -hmm. Because even if you think about when you're single, you have all these options of ways to build. And it's almost like when you're single, you're like, should I build with this guy? Or should I build with this? And no, maybe I should build on myself, this, this. And you like jump around and there's not really one set thing that you're building on. Mm-hmm. So everything kind of state does that make sense? I'm like yeah, it picturing does. No, it in no, my for head. sure. You here you concentrate your efforts into one direction. Yes. And it's true because on an additional note, relative as well to this proposal topic, is you have different phases of a relationship. You have the phase at the beginning, let's just say, where you guys are single and maybe you're just friends with benefits, okay? And this isn't the phase that every relationship goes through, I'm just saying. Let's say you meet this girl, you guys are at first just friends with benefits, okay? Now, all of a sudden, you guys say, you know what, we want to get serious. So you say, we want to date, and now it's the next phase, you guys are committed. Then a little bit of time goes by and you guys say, I love you. And then you meet the parents and things get more and more and more developed in your relationship. So in each phase, it has its own next level that you take. And with that, its own commitment. And with that, its own attention that you put into it and growth. Now, you guys have been together for X amount of time and it's time for the proposal. So you guys get engaged. That's another level. And of course, you then get married and then you have kids. And after kids, there's so much more, you know, down the line, grandkids. But in between, there's so much once you have kids. So each of those is phases of your journey with someone. And each of those comes with the next step, the next step, the next step. With that in mind, let's talk about our story and kind of what worked for us and what we considered and how it all ties together. Yeah. So we dated for four years before Gal proposed. Yep. And what's crazy is the four years I felt like, wow, this is so long. Like, why isn't he proposing? Why isn't he proposing? But I had like a journal of like my set goals. And my goal was to be married. Like I only wanted to get married after dating someone for five years, which ended up happening. Like to me, when I was younger, five years was the amount of time that I needed to be with that person. So it ended up working out. Yeah. And you wrote that down like years before we met is the whole crazy thing. Yeah. And then it just happened to be that way not by your choosing yeah i totally forgot about it until you did propose and then i was looking through like old boxes of things or whatever and then i found i was like wow here this whole time i was like it's been three years you know like are we doing this thing yes so i thought that was interesting but i i guess when i wrote the five years i didn't have like a set reason why it was five years i was just young and i was like oh five years seems like a good amount of time to decide if i should be with them forever but through the years of us dating i learned that there for us and were from from my point of you I needed that five years we had different phases that I really wanted to make sure we were complete on because I've seen people that got married within three weeks of meeting they got married not just proposed married and they ended up having a wonderful relationship kids etc it can work there are other people on the other extreme that have been together for 24 years whatever and just never got married 
They just didn't feel that that was right for them. So it's all about what is your purpose in your relationship. Yeah, for example, like I knew that I did not want to get married to someone that I didn't live with first. Mm -hmm. To me, it was a big thing that I need to live with this person to see if I can live with them before getting married. Another thing was I wanted to be in a place of like financial independence. Right. Another thing was I wanted, and this is something I only realized throughout the relationship is the things that we were kind of like fighting about, I didn't want to like bring into the marriage. Like I'm like, this is, even though it hurts me so bad and I'm like upset about it, it's kind of childish for someone who's getting married. Mm. If that makes sense. So I kind of wanted to overcome those things before getting married. I didn't, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. There were phases in our relationship that we had a lot of upsets and a lot of kinks and a lot of things we had to work out. So it makes sense to handle those before. That's why I'm saying just jumping into a marriage as like the band-aid solution wouldn't have been right. Mm-hmm. So you have to have each phase of your relationship defined as to why you're in that phase at that moment. At the beginning, when you guys are just friends with benefits, maybe it's just a phase to get over someone, or maybe it's a phase to just have a little bit of fun or what it could be whatever then you guys end up let's say down the line you say I love you you commit you meet the parents that that could be because your next purpose is to start to see if this can actually work towards marriage can you guys build that and then when you get engaged for us it was totally a step up because now it's like no no we are getting married for sure and like let's start talking about the deeper subjects let's talk you know all those things it it took us to a new like playing field yeah so i think that that's important that you define before you get engaged what are some specific things that you'd like to achieve? Yeah, I love that idea of speaking to your boyfriend, girlfriend, and discussing like what your goals are for each other and the relationship. Because sometimes I also think people will date and just be comfortable being together and they don't really think about creating further. And I think it's so important to always be creating and don't be in a situation anywhere in your life. Don't have a job that you don't plan on creating on. Don't just go through the motions. Don't be in a relationship that you just are like, yeah, we're comfortable. We're just like hanging out. No, have a purpose behind it and a goal and create. If you're not creating, it's, it's not going up, it's going down. Exactly. That's that's something important. And that's starting to touch upon what we would tell somebody who is going through the situation of like, they're just not proposing. Have a real conversation and say, look, these are some of the things that I would like to kind of have before we get engaged, right? Maybe the girl or the guy want that before they take that next step, which is totally fine. And I think that it should be handled in the most lighthearted, loving, totally caring, no pressure way. You can say, for example, I want to be financially independent. But what I was going to say, in addition to that, is kind of have like a number. What is financially independent? Because if you don't have a goal, like a written out number, pretty much, you're always going to like, I feel like I'm making now more than I was when we met. Yeah. And like my expenses went up. I still don't feel like my goal always exceeds. You know what I mean? True. Exactly. Write down a number or a time even. You can say, look, let's take the next phase in about a year or when I'm making this much money, for example, because maybe you won't be making that much money and it ends up taking five years. You don't want to hold off your marriage for five years. You want to create with that person as well. So you can also limit the goal by a time as well. Yeah. And you also want to be aware of the progress you're making. Yeah. For us, and this is something that I feel like women don't really want to talk about, at least that I've noticed with ladies and stuff, is we don't want to talk about the fact that like, I was embarrassed to know that I had friends that were dating a year and they were talking about marriage. And Gal and I didn't talk about marriage till three years in. Mm -hmm. And like, 
the third, like that was three years dating and I was the one initiating it every few months. And I was like, maybe he doesn't care about me, you know, like maybe he doesn't want that. And I really felt like because everyone else acted like they were talking about sooner than our relationship wasn't there good enough. Right. And in in the same time that I remember that there, Mariah would see certain couples like getting married after a year. And it didn't really phase me much because I had an idea of where we were at. I knew that we were taking the steps and building still towards creating a solid foundation for marriage. I've seen people, like I said, three weeks and get married and it's worked fantastic. But I've also seen people like, oh, we're engaged, we got married in a year and they didn't have anything really, like they hadn't gone through any real challenges yet together and their marriage doesn't last, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Or their first few years of marriage are rough. Yes. And we went the other route where it's like, we went through the rough things. Not married. Not married, which I think, uh, I think both would be cool. But I think what was cool is we pushed through it without having that commitment you know we weren't forced because we were legally bound to you know yeah it was totally. just our decision yeah it was our thing that we just wanted to keep pushing through and get it to a solid place mm-hmm. one thing that i love that mariah told me i think about two or three years into dating and it stuck with me so hard i spoke <laughs> about it in our in our wedding ceremony even it's what got him to propose <laughs> yeah you girls can use this trick on your guys is the wave theory okay explain it mariah tell okay. us Okay, the wave theory. So I don't know if anyone's been surfing or boogie boarding or whatever, but you know how there's like, you're paddling out, you're waiting for the wave, you see the wave coming and you paddle with the wave and then you have that decision of like, am I going to jump on my board and ride the wave? And there's that feeling of like, it just feels so perfect, not forced, you're just riding the wave. Or you can decide, "Mm, no, not this wave, the next one, Mm -hmm. right? Yes. So I was telling Gal, listen, there's a feeling you get when dating or in any relationship, friendship, whatever, there's this feeling that you get of like, now feels like the right time. Mm. For example, like you're dating and you're like, I feel like we should move in. It's not because you've been together X amount of time or because your friend did it or whatever. You just feel it. You just feel this urge of like, wow, I just love being with you. And I I think that's what's next, you know? Mm -hmm. There's not a reason why is my point. It just feels natural. And so the waves come in, you feel it. You're like, we should move in, we should move in. Uh And then you have, that's what, and then you see the wave coming and then you have the decision. Should we move in or should we not? Right? Now, mm-hmm. okay, this isn't Galanai's example because we moved in from day freaking one, yeah. but work with me here. So let's say Gal and I are on the surfboards and I'm like, should we move in? Should we move in? Should we not? And so we're sitting on our surfboards, the, the wave's approaching, and that's when the decision is. Are we gonna sit here and let that wave go and just make our shoulder blades tired, just sitting there paddling, waiting for the next wave? Or are we gonna (laughs) hop on our boards and ride the wave? And you know that feeling of just riding the wave effortless, it just feels right, everything's perfect, you decide. And again, it's not forced, it's not, it's just this pure like, anyway, so I was telling Gal, we were dating for years, I'm like, listen, like it feels like that time. Don't you feel that wave building? You know? I'm like, can we hop on this wave? And there was a few where I was just sitting in the water, ladies. I was like, building. not, I don't know yet type thing. Like I want to, but like, you know, a little bit later. Yeah, he didn't have even defined time. So we sat down, remember? I'm like, okay, well, what are we missing? Yeah. We're moved in together. We've traveled together. We are both financially stable in our own things. Like what's next? And we yeah. sat down and we talked about it. Mm-hmm. This is part of our story, but just to finish the wave theory, again, you can either ride the wave or as Mariah says, wait for the next wave. There will be, you stay in, it doesn't mean run away from the person because they didn't ride the wave with you. You stay there. Okay, there'll be another wave. Waves come in three, you know? <laughs> I think it's seven. 
Uh, <laughs> Either way. I thought it was three. Yeah, hopefully it's three is better so you don't have to wait seven <laughs> times. But the idea is that you can wait and then there'll be another time that you guys can bring it up again, discuss it or whatever. So again, with our story, yeah, at the beginning, the first two, three years, marriage wasn't, I mean, I always was very in love with Mariah and always saw a future, of course, but I hadn't really given thought yet to marriage. It was still like, for me, we're right now dating. I mm-hmm. didn't do, I was in this like, we're just dating phase. I didn't switch in my mind to like, okay, hey, let's not yeah. think about it. I mean, same for me. The first year or two, it was just like dating, but then there got a point like, am I going to marry this guy or like, am I wasting my time? Because I also don't want to be 40 and just, yes. you know? That's the other thing. I think it usually happens more for the woman that she has that urge more than the guy. I think it's partially, I don't know. I mean, I'm not a scientist or a doctor, <laughs> but it could even be like a biological clock thing. Like women have a time that they need to like, they can't date forever. I mean, some women do. Fantastic. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying there is that urge usually more from the woman's side where they'll tell the guy and the guy's like, oh, really? I didn't think about it yet. (laughs) And that's how I was. Okay. So it was, so Mariah was saying, look, let's kind of look at that. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I do want to. But, you know, my mind was on a million other things and I didn't want to even open that thought box. And as a superpower woman, you know, women are superheroes. We can think of multiple things at once. So... (laughs) True. We got to work with the, the the slower less fortunate. Yeah, the slower <laughs> model here. Yeah. Um so yeah, anyway, the whole idea was that Mariah started to broach the subject more from her side and I started to yeah, I want to. I give, like, give it thought and you know and, and eventually every once in a while it would come up and we'd start to talk about it and Mariah would say, "Look, this is what I think about that or I'd like us to start talking more about kids. I'd like us to start talking more about marriage and like, like are we on the same page?" Even? Yeah, are we on the same page? Like I want to discuss the next phase. Where are you at? So that I know and what are the things that we still need to tick off before we actually, before you feel ready, you Mm -hmm. know? And I felt like when we discussed what we want to tick off before, it almost like made us more aware of like, oh yeah, you know, this isn't our strong suit. Let's put more attention onto creating in this point. Because before, like I said, you might just be going through the motions. And so it was nice to have that kind of like narrowed down. Yeah, you can start to take a look and see what areas you need to, yeah, improve on. And also it clears up in your head for each person. Like, oh wow, these are all the really good things. These are maybe the one or two small things that we want to work on. Like for us, maybe there's been a few fights on like silly subjects that we would like to just handle better and get to the point that we can go into a marriage not dealing with little stuff that should stay back behind in the dating phase. Maybe for someone else, it's, look, we want to handle our finances and we got to figure out some debt first. And that's something really important. And so you say, okay, cool. Like one year of handling that as a focus, or we go ahead and get engaged even with the debt, you know? So we started to break that down and say, cool, these are the areas and let's start creating on that. And when you dive in and you say, okay, you know what? We're going for it. And then we got engaged. And then it was like, hey, Mariah was saying, let's set a, a wedding date. And even then, when you, I just want to say it was yeah. three months of being engaged before we sent a wedding date. Yeah, true. Which I didn't think is a long time at all. No, it wasn't. But when you think it takes a year to plan, then it's a year plus three months. Yes. You know? So Mariah was good at driving that forward. But I want to say that once we did set a date, when you commit you figure it all out. If you're committed, your creativity will follow. The whole leading up to the engagement, it was like me pushing Mm -hmm. like a little bit, you know, like mentioning it. Gal never really was the one to like initiate. But then once we got engaged, then you would be. 
Yes, you know? exactly. So it's interesting how that worked. Yeah, well, what I do, I do right, you know? Oh, okay. So uh, <laughs> when we were dating, I was doing that right. I was just dating you. Okay. And then when we were engaged, I was like fully into that. And obviously married, I'm fully into that. So it's true, like different people have different things. It could be that you as a couple are both super on board with marriage and it's not even an issue for you. Great. Everyone in their own thing. Maybe as the guy, you are madly in love with a girl and want to get married and she's not quite set yet. The examples are as many as there are people. So it's crazy how many different situations you can have. But I think the overlying advice we would give to people is communicate about it gently, effortlessly, without yeah, pressure. Yeah, it's supposed to be fun. You know? Fun, yeah. And try to hack what are the things that need to be resolved before you guys can take that next phase so you can both be on the same page. You guys can do it in a fun way. Go out to dinner and be like, look, I want to have a dinner just to talk about Oh, yeah, us. we used to do that a little bit. Yeah, sometimes we would go on a dinner to discuss something future, important. Like, yeah. yeah, I liked that. That was fun. We should still do that. Yeah, it's a fun tip yeah. to do. And so you guys can both say, let's make a night out of it. And it doesn't have to be the whole night. It can be a half hour part of the night. But then you guys can just make a little headway. You don't also have to solve the whole thing and build Rome in a day. You talk about a few things and okay, that's it for that night. Yeah. And it's cool because it gives you time to build on your relationship. You decided to take like kind of like how you have a meeting with your team. You set aside a meeting for your relationship. Yeah, exactly. Cool. So I want to end off with like a few things that people have asked me that are kind of like a taboo topic, I mm. feel like. For example, I had people say, did you send rings to Gal or did he pick it out? Or like, how does that work? How I would end up getting like tons of suggested pictures in my Instagram explore page <laughs> after a while. You just go up to the phone and say, engagement rings, engagement yeah. rings. You know <laughs> that? Like the, TikTok. the TikTok. It's yeah, like, where you speak. Oval diamond, yeah. oval diamond. And then your FBI agent will sort out the rest yeah. for you they'll just suggest it to your husband yeah i just want to say i think it's different for everyone i know some people that are like they've talked about it and they're like we're getting married here's the ring and i don't think there's any i know it's like takes away from the special surprise of what your ring's gonna look like but at the same time like i get it because it's something you're gonna keep for the rest of your life and you want to love it yeah and i think also the guy doesn't always know so any sort of direction is great it's not that the guy doesn't always know the guy doesn't know period <laughs> we have no idea we always have to ask someone all right yeah so maybe i had a thing where i was like kiana if he asks you because me he, i think kiana like, is your sister by the way yeah kiana's my sister and i knew that gal knew we were really close so i would send her photos yeah but also you would catch me looking at rings yeah and by, by catching, mistake yeah, by mi <laughs> no but I'll, no but it really was we also i did end up just straight up asking you and I know that that's unusual, but I, really? I, yeah, I think we spoke a little bit about like, just show me some things you'd like. And you gave me very generalized things. So then I got an idea and I ended up doing my own thing based on what I knew you liked. Yeah, That's true. what happened. I remember saying like, I wanted a thin band, yeah. no decor on the band. Yeah, I think you actually sent me pictures, but of many different options. So it wasn't like, this is the exact thing I want. So it still gave me my own creativity to also pick what I thought was nice out of the mm. things she likes. And then I did my own thing, but which I knew she would like, which is what you <laughs> want yeah but i don't think that it's really wrong to have that discussion and it'll still be a surprise what you end up with <laughs> i was gonna say that i sent you photos of rings if i did or looked at them like six months before we got engaged because i remember months before we got engaged being like in my head like i'm over this i'm over bringing up 
the topic. I'm over being the one that a little bit like I was yeah. over it. I'm like, yeah. I'm done bringing it up. Yeah. I got frustrated. And then you were looking. Yes. And I didn't know. And I didn't know you were creating it. And it was a surprise. Right. It was, it was months in advance that you sent that. And it's interesting. Yeah. Look, ladies, there can be times that you get frustrated and you feel like it's never going to happen. Because you kind of feel like it's because your relationship isn't good enough or something. You feel like a little bit invalidated. Right. So it could be just maybe I'm not speaking for every guy out there, but maybe in the background, they are actually planning something mm -hmm. or they are looking at it. Because usually I know a lot of guys will be working on it for many, many, many months before it actually happens. True. That's so true. So keep that in mind as a bit of hope. Yeah. And I also want to say about the surprise aspect. I know it's like the dreamy thing to be surprised mm -hmm. and you want to, yeah, I got it. But I think just being proposed to period if it's not a surprise, is just as amazing. I think any, like, I've seen people with the most extravagant proposals and the most basic, and the girl or the guy is just as excited as the other person. Yeah, even if you guys have agreed ahead of time that you're ready for marriage, that's great. Or if it's gone even deeper than that and you guys know, like, he is gonna propose to me, like, this coming weekend, let's say, like, you really know <laughs> down to the day, fine, it doesn't matter. Yeah, like, who cares, the, really? Yeah, in the end of the day, who cares? Maybe it's not the most romantic thing, but you have the rest of your lives to do romantic things together or to have surprises or you know special memories mm -hmm. so that's yeah, I think fine it's too. a little bit in the movies that you don't know that he's gonna propose like you're telling me you've dated for this amount of years you never talked about engagement and you didn't know he was gonna propose that to me is like one in a million yeah exactly you you know it's coming or you guys have spoken about it for sure I mean Mariah didn't know on the day that I was gonna propose or even to the month she had no clue that it was coming in that sense but it was on our radar for sure we had spoken several several times about it's time to get engaged, etc. Yeah. So without going in circles, repeating ourselves, we just wanted to let you guys know that every relationship is different. And if you guys aren't talking about it, it's normal. If you are talking about it, it's also normal. Yes. And don't let whatever is happening, like put a label on your relationship. Just because you guys aren't talking about it doesn't mean you guys aren't meant to be. Because mm -hmm. I know it's definitely easier said now that I'm on the other side of it, because I also went through that. I also went through like, why isn't he bringing it up? Yeah. You know? Yeah, so. absolutely. And one of the takeaways for me, because we just like brain dump in these episodes. And then afterwards, I'm like, did I say what I wanted to say? Did I explain it well enough? So the nutshell of it here is have that open communication line with clear, achievable, kind of no pressure targets. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that you guys want to do before you go to the next phase. The next phase could be from going to saying I love you to meeting the parents. It could be from dating for a long time to engagement. But discuss it as to where you're at, be open and comfortable and don't put pressure on yourself because you see a friend getting engaged or because you feel like it's been too long or too short or whatever. What's right is what's right for you. And I hope that that helps clarify that a little bit. Yeah. And I love that advice that you gave babe because I really feel like it will make you guys even more excited about your relationship. Because imagine playing a game, but not knowing the rules or the yes. goals. Yes. It's like you're just doing yeah. stuff, you know? <laughs> yeah. So it's cool when you have it defined and you guys can build together and almost get like a high off of the creation together. Absolutely. it's It makes it much more special and collaborative and fun. So that's the idea. Share this podcast with someone that needs to hear it, that you think will <laughs> like it, you know? And you know what? Maybe... That doesn't mean you're a significant <laughs> no, other. I, I meant say, a friend. Or... Maybe you guys have been dating for a few years and you're like, hint, hint, nudge. Oh, it's just the next episode. Yes. <laughs> I, oh, I guess we should listen to it. Let's you know? listen to it together, I guess. 
know we can what be they're the going to talk about. The little icebreaker for you guys. You know, everyone needs an icebreaker sometimes. Exactly. So we can definitely help with that. But please do share it. When you guys post it on your stories and tag us, or when you just even privately send it to people, it means the world. So thank you. We really appreciate it. I just wanted to add, we really appreciate it as well. I oh. needed it to be for me as well. Oh, you do you okay. really appreciate yeah, it? Yeah, I do. Okay, thank we you all guys. really appreciate it. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you for tuning in. And once again, the adventure continues.